1: Recorded live.
2: <laughs> Did you hear
1: that? Yes, I heard it. Okay. <laughs> how anyway. does it sound How does the sound uh, sound okay?
0: Yeah,
2: you, you sound really good. You're coming over really good. Okay. So I think that microphone, earphone thing is the way to go. I mean, for sure. So, anyway, I'd like to... Um, Welcome, Rod Range, to our show today. And uh, we're going to be discussing something that seems to be quite controversial in, in a lot of circles in the Christian community. And uh, the title of this is Did Jesus Really Say? And um, we're going to be starting uh, our scripture, take our scripture reference from Matthew 15 1 through 11. So if you guys want, anybody want to turn there and get their Bibles open that, you're more than welcome. Yeah, let me turn there. Okay. Matthew 15? Yeah, Matthew 15, 1 through
0: 11. Okay. All right. Okay. So... Looks like my notes are out of order. <laughs>
2: anyway, uh, did, you have, did you have your Bible open, Rod? Or? I'm there. Okay. Oh, I, I got mine open. That's right there. And then, um, then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. And, you know, a lot of people, they probably just keep reading, and they don't stop right there. But we see a lot already right there that we can uh, begin to discuss. And what what jumps out at you right now, Rod, when you see that?
1: Oh, those words that say transition, uh, tradition of the elders.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we might want to consider what is a tradition of the elders. And even before that, though, I'm looking at what the actual complaint is, and we see a complaint. We see these scribes coming, and they're saying to Jesus, "Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders?" actually, the complaint here is that they're not doing something that they think they should should be doing. That's a complaint. Do you, do you see that?
1: Yeah, I see their I see their complaint.
2: Yeah. And and so are they complaining about what they're eating?
1: No, they're complaining about their hands not being washed.
2: Yeah, and, and what is this tradition? Are you familiar with that, Rod?
1: I know that the Jewish tradition holds that you should wash your hands before you eat. I think that's in the oral Torah. Uh, but, you know, we're not there, Michael, and we don't see the condition of their hands.
2: Well, it, it's actually a little bit more involved than that, Rod. It's, it's actually we will see this in, in Luke, but it's actually yeah. it's a it's a ritual
1: practice
2: of not only washing hands, but it also involves prayer. So it's yeah. sort of it's more it's more of a ritual than it is about if you have dirty
0: hands or not.
1: This is true. I was being a little facetious.
0: Are you there? I lost you for a second.
1: Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I I, I understand that. I was being a little uh, facetious there.
2: Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, okay, i got to remember who I'm here. <laughs> so, we have a complaint. Not, they, the disciples are not holding to a tradition of the elders, which is a ritual... Prayer and hand washing, where you pour water, you take a picture and you you pour hand, water over your right hand, then you pour water over your your left hand, you say some rakah which is blessing, you do it again, and you do it a second time, and then you do it a third time and then and then hopefully by the third time you you've, you've completed their ritual, and now you've done what they need. but do we find this ritual in the actual Torah of Moses?
1: Uh no, no. and uh, no. you know we have been to some of these congregations that have you know had done the hand washing, and it's really not for cleansing of the hands. Uh, it's, they just pour the water over you, and you know it's, yeah, it's, it's it's not for cleanliness at all.
2: It's about ceremony, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you know then Jesus goes on to say, you know, talks about their. Um, transgressing the commandments of God by their traditions. Um, and, and in so doing, that they have made the commandments of God to none effect. But what I'm really wanting to to, to draw from here is um, what's actually happening. It's not about food that they're compl- not, not keeping the tradition. Now, Ron, can you tell me who are these disciples and Jesus and the Pharisees? Who, where do these people come from? What's their nationality?
1: Um, you're breaking up a little bit. You, are you talking about the oh. disciples?
2: Yeah. Who, who are these people that, we're, that we see in this in this text?
1: Well, we have uh, Jesus and his disciples that he chose. Uh, I would just, I would think that they're Jewish, uh, Jewish heritage the pharisees are uh the, the leaders of the community or the rabbis of certain you know certain people uh probably different community leaders
0: uh yeah and, or, and what
2: yeah. what would be their nationality
1: uh, wouldn't they just be jewish too i mean
2: yeah, my, um, that's my point. I'm, I'm I'm actually getting back at you a little bit. I'll be a little facetious yeah. here, but um, you know these people are all Jews, aren't they? Of, of the, of, oh, the yeah. of, of Israel, right?
1: Yeah,
2: they're Israelites of the twelve tribes. Yeah, and and they're in covenant with 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 Jehovah, right? Yes. And so, how would they be conducting themselves when it comes to eating food?
1: What was that again?
0: How would they what what were we eating? How would they be eating? What kind of food would they be eating?
1: Uh, I don't know. Right here they're eating bread. Um I'm not well, sure so I mean, in general,
2: being that they're Israelites, how do they eat?
1: <laughs> I'm wanting to say with their mouths, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I was trying to get you to say that they would be following a kosher diet.
1: Yes, yes, they would. They would be eating clean, as opposed they be eating, to yeah.
2: They're, they're, they're traditionally, and uh, we know that that these rabbis and that Rabbi Yeshua and the disciples would be eating clean food, wouldn't
1: they? Yes, yes, of course. As prescribed,
2: as prescribed by the Word of God, correct? Yes. Yeah. So when when they're talking about Food that gets defiled by not doing this tradition of the elders, is that food that would be unclean or common? Or is it food that they understood to be kosher food?
1: Yeah, this they understand what food is. I mean, they're all uh, Jews and they all understand uh, the rules. And uh they know what uh that clean and unclean is, so they wouldn't even be considering eating anything unclean
2: yeah exactly see that's how I understand it also this yeah. this isn't about you know what's you know that they're they're complaining that they're eating unclean food they're they already know they're eating clean food because the uh, kingdom of of uh, the household of Israel following God's word,
1: yeah. The Pharisees are a little yeah. bit concerned with the mechanics of it.
0: Yeah, not like I said, not about what they're eating. It's about not doing something they do eat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so,
2: in so doing, they're actually saying that they have defiled that. And so, can you actually defile something that's already... Unclean or common?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, It doesn't even make sense.
2: Well, let me let me let me try to say that again. Think about this, Rod.
1: If you have
2: unclean food or food that's that's already common, can it be defiled anymore? No. No. So how can you defile something if it was already defiled or unclean?
1: Yeah. So what they're saying is, is their tradition. They've defiled their tradition,
0: not the yeah.
2: food.
1: Yeah.
2: That too is the fact that it it it's also it supports the fact that they're eating kosher because yeah. you cannot defile something that's already defiled. You can only defile food that is clean. This is true.
0: This is true. Yeah. So
2: there's actually three accounts of this in the Scriptures. And we see it in Matthew, we see it in Mark, and we see it in Luke. And it's it's actually interesting that in Luke, in that account, let me see if I can find the Scripture reference for that. And the Scripture reference for Mark is Mark 7, 1 through 16, but it's all kind of to you. And then the uh, Scripture reference for Luke is, is eleven thirty seven through forty.
1: Which one do you want to go to?
2: Let's go to Luke eleven,
0: uh Luke eleven, thirty seven through forty. Okay. And uh and did you want to read that Rod or Sure. Th- thirty
1: seven through forty, correct? Yes. Okay. And as he spoke to uh as he spoke a certain Pharisee asked him to dine with him. So we went in and sat down to eat, and when the Pharisee saw it he marveled uh, that he had not first washed before dinner. But the Lord said to him, "Now you Pharisees, make the outside of the cup and dish clean, but the inward part is full of greed and wickedness." Foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? Uh, you want me to keep on going?
0: Uh, let me see. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Foolish one. Okay, sorry. First forty-one. But rather give alms to such things as you have, then indeed all things are clean to you. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass by judge and the love of God, these you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like graves which are not seen, and the men who walk over them are not aware of them.
0: Yeah.
2: So, in that that Luke 11, when he talks about
0: I'm trying to think. Well, Rod. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I
2: thought it was in Luke eleven it talks about it. Actually, uses a specific word in the Greek,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it actually talks about that. Actually, reference to being they use the word which is for common. They use two words in the Greek, one for unclean and one for common. Okay. So it it emphasizes the fact that what they're dealing with is clean food, because you could only make food common.
0: Yes. Yeah. So again, they're never. This this is never about.
2: You know, eating all kinds of food.
1: Well, eating all kinds of stuff.
2: Well, that's
1: outside the diet that
2: God has commanded, I guess I should say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then, you know, later on when we're doing our show, what we could do, Rod, is we could go into, uh, I wanted to reinforce some of this with, uh, you know, the vision
0: of Peter. Oh, sure. Say that again.
1: I said, yeah, that'd be good.
2: Yeah, you know, they try to pull that one into this mix, too. And it's very clear to see that what's interesting is if we take this foundational dialogue and we put it in its proper perspective and we see that Jesus is never talking about eating unclean food, then it makes a lot of sense when we see Peter when he says, Lord, not so, never has anything not only unclean but common passed my lips. hmm yes. And and so, and he has this vision, you know, and we all know the vision when the sheets take it up three times and then there's a knock at the door. Well, if we follow that through, you know, obviously we know the end of that where it actually says, and then he under- it actually answers the question that he says, now I understand this vision. And it's, God was very clear to him. He's talking about these
0: Gentiles.
1: Yeah, because they looked at the Gentiles as dogs.
0: Yeah, in fact, they actually thought if they were to bump
2: up against the Gentile, they would become ritually unclean. Yeah, and and that's not even part. That also is part of the oral traditions.
1: Yeah, more traditions of the fathers.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, granted, you know, if if I was
2: living in the camp of Israel in that day, and you know, with the temple and the, and and God present in the temple. If I had come across a Gentile who, you know, who knows what he could have involved in. Maybe he was handling dead animals. Maybe he was, you know, sacrificing to foreign gods or whatever. And I was going to go before the king and offer up sacrifice. I might want to go mikveh and make sure I was pure before I went before the presence of God. You know, but the fact that they're Gentiles does not make
0: them unclean.
2: This is true.
0: And, and and God
2: was trying to show them that, plus the fact that he actually had opened up a pathway for them into the kingdom through Yeshua.
0: Yes. Is there anything else that you might
1: like to add to this, Ron? Um, well, I wish I would uh, take a look at those notes <laughs> before we started. <laughs>
2: And that's okay. okay. I got There's more here. Let me uh, because I got some narrative too that I wrote down. Uh, oh, I know. Here's something else, Rod, that I want to make sure we get into this dialogue too. All right. right? So going back to the uh, the book accounts. And and by the way, I think it's important to know that these are the references that are that that not that Christianity has any foothold to stand on here, but this is what they use to create an entire dogma and doctrine about eating unclean food. But anyway, now if Yeshua was trying to illustrate or teach contrary to the word of God by saying all foods are thus clean, then he would have also been teaching and doing This by eating, by example, unclean and common food. But we know this is not the case. Had Yeshua been teaching disciples otherwise, they too would have been eating unclean and common food. But as we clearly see in Peter's testimony in Acts, again, that this is clearly not the case. Because if that had been, Peter would have said, well, yeah, 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 Lord, I understand. I've been eating all this stuff, right?
1: Yeah, he would have. Uh, he, he would have never said no un or the no co- thing common would have touched my lips.
2: Yeah, exactly. So if Jack in when the time when he was with his disciples doing his ministry, if he was actually teaching and demonstrating of eating unclean and any food, then his disciples would have been doing the same. But we yeah. clearly see approval. Text not the case, so Jesus never did teach, contrary to the dietary laws that God has instructed his people to keep in his word
1: yeah, that uh vision of Peter um what year did that take place? Do we know, or that had to be a few years after Yeshua was resurrected, right
0: well, it was,
2: certainly it was after his resurrection. let's put it that way, it was after the Holy yeah. Spirit was poured out.
1: Yeah.
0: So it was at least 40 days after the ascension of Messiah, at the very least. You you, you see? But, but at no time did Yeshua ever, die by example, or
2: teaching, the eating of unclean or common food.
1: No. It's just not in the text. It's just not there
2: to take it in in the in its in its context and and who the characters
0: are and what's going on. You you can't imply a view on top of these things. That's true. Yeah. Um
2: so you know, then, like I said, you know, Stephanie was talking about the fact that we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit uh that we should be eating ritually clean and also as well, God doesn't change, does He, Rod?
1: No, and He He won't anytime soon.
2: No, uh, you know the the holiness and the, and the holy standards that He laid out for His people to to live and to walk in, they're there for a reason. And 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 you know, and we can talk about that a little bit, Rod. You know, I guess you could say it's enough that God said, therefore we do, right? Yes. But you know, I guess if somebody had to find some reason, you hear a lot of people say well, you know, unhealthy meat. High cholesterol and toxic and other types of things, right? Yeah. Well, okay, we could say that's a reason. But, you know, I guess if I wanted to go a little deeper, some of the I've I've meditated on this a little bit and some of the thoughts that I've had was um you know i see it more as a exercise or a strengthening our faith because i feel like you know god wants us to have self control over our bellies so he says oh, yeah. look don't eat these don't eat these foods so we're learning some self control and some and we're crucifying the flesh with by doing this right yes you know i mean we see that there's you know sexual you know, laws that are out there, you know, about not having sex with, you know, uh, you know, well, with people you're not supposed to, with men or, or you know, your neighbor's wife or with your children or your, your you know, nieces and nephews and this sort of thing, right? Yeah. So in the same way that those laws, you know, we see the obvious with those, but we could also say that God is also teaching us to restrain again the 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 lustful evil desires of men's flesh by putting parameters and putting putting fences around these things so that we would live a more set apart holy life.
1: That's right. That's the right. sanctification right. process.
2: The sanctification. He wants us to be different. Yes. Set
1: apart. Is
2: that, is, does he does he ever talk about that anywhere in scripture?
1: Yes, he does. <laughs> Uh, on the top of my head, I can't... Uh... Oh, well, you know what? Uh, we could go back to Luke, chapter 11, verse 28. Okay. Uh, but he said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it.
0: Wow. Yeah, and keep it. Which
1: Keeping keep it, it would also mean
2: what, Rod? Guard it. Guard it and... Do it.
1: Yeah, walk it out.
2: Walk it out, right. So, faith that is not demonstrated really isn't faith at all, is it? No. No. And just to let you know, I don't know if you have a a call timer, but we're at 23 minutes right now.
1: Yes, I see it.
2: Oh, okay, good, good. And uh, I just, you know, I'm trying to show that, you know, how much... Uh, 30 minutes you know we've got a little bit of dialogue here you know
1: yeah so when, when, you, when you go back listen uh i don't know if it'll come out on the recording but uh your your, your microphone's really going to help i think
0: oh i think so to you come through so good so, you're, you're always yeah. crystal clear
1: yeah, well, you're a little choppy here and there, so I'm missing, like, first words of sentences and stuff, so.
2: Well, you know, I, I you chop a little bit, too, but it could be because I'm over the top of you.
1: Maybe, and it, we could adjust these, mic- once we get the headphones, adjust the microphones away from our mouths more or closer or oh, whatever. Oh,
2: okay, okay, or whatever, something needs to be done. See, these are yeah. the type of learning curves that we that I want to do, you know, when we do this.
1: Yeah,
2: this has been fun. Well, I'm glad you're. I'm having a good time with it. You know, I, I, obviously, you know, I kind of caught you not well prepared, and neither really am I. Um, you know, but you can see but by doing this, you can see how we kind of need to be prepared with notes and areas of oh, yeah. discussion, you know. Yeah. It's just like, so you know, I like to talk before we actually do a real broadcast. It's like, you know, I'd like you or Don, whoever's with us, to take certain portions, you know, and you guys add the contribution of that, not just me, you know.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, so I got I, your Go ahead. Go go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I looked in the email, I got your uh your uh you know, your notes.
2: Yeah, that was just a quick rough draft. I mean, you know um there's quite a bit more I, I didn't even get really over to the vision of peter
0: other than you know just mentioning it
1: yeah it'll be good once we get the notes and everything
2: yeah yeah and then we can actually you know we would we would all get on the phone and we would outline and say okay rod you know circle this area and um and then you know this kind of you 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 know so you know, because think about like the talk shows, you know, these other things where these guys are, you know, they're kind of passing this stuff back and forth, you know, having yeah. these discussions, you know, and that's kind of how I want to run this. It's it's like you know we're we're kind of hashing this out between the two of us or the three of us, you know, when Don's here.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be fun.
2: Now, have you been noticing that when one person talks or the other that
0: your name kind of highlights a little bit?
1: I have I have not been noticing that.
0: You have not.
2: Well, can you see that on yours?
1: Okay, I see, you see yours now.
2: And then see how
0: yours jumps bigger when you start talking.
1: Yeah, I see it.
0: Yeah. Good. And then, of course, you know another thing to do. It's kind of hard to do that and think, but you know you can
2: also. Um, Type messages, you know, so that we can, uh, if you know, if you not say something on the
0: air, right? That's true. That's true. Do you get that?
1: Uh, I don't even know where to look. I, I said I submitted a chat message, but where did it? Where did
0: it go? That's just it. I don't. Uh, Which one did you put?
1: It's on the bottom. Uh, It says submit chat messages.
0: Well, right. No,
2: I mean, I forget it. Oh, by the way, there's something that's kind of interesting here. Yeah. Um, You can actually, if you click on a, like this, watch this. I'm I'm clicking on your, your last post where it says Jesus nailed toward to the cross, right? Okay, yeah. So you can actually double click that. And then it highlights it. Then you can answer to that text, you know, specifically like, uh, here, watch this. Yes, he did. (laughs) You see how it changed color?
1: Yeah, okay. I see it now.
0: Yeah. So you can choose specific. (laughs) Yeah,
1: not really.
2: Yeah, you see that? How
0: that worked?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's new. That's guys. I, I, that's the chat goes up in there. I didn't even realize it.
2: Oh, you didn't know that?
1: No, so I didn't.
0: Uh, say we didn't, don was pop here. Up.
2: Don was here. You would have to click on his
0: his line. Yeah. And and up there. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It'll work better once we get this. And Now, of course, you know,
1: poor Don. <laughs>
2: we're going to have to teach him and walk him through all this stuff we're learning.
1: Yeah, he'll get it eventually. He, you
2: know what? will actually. He will. Hey, we got him on Facebook, man. Liddy he took off like a
0: rocket.
1: <laughs> yeah, burning everyone in his wake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God,
2: no, that's Dawn, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, you were at that tour meeting when he laid into uh, Russell Smith, weren't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was yeah funny. I don't forget that. <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. Oh, goodness.
2: Well, the. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and hit end on the recording, but we don't have
0: to end the call, I don't think.
1: Okay, let's try it.
0: Or, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end the recording. Let's see. It may cut us off or not. I don't know yet. Okay, you ready? Yep.